Hello, you're listening to Kamen Rider for the episode 123. Oof. That's three numbers in a row that go in order. Isn't that auspicious? I don't know. But <laughs> I better skip with his uh, copious up by. Hey, up by. What's up? What's good, Kip? Uh, nothing much, really. It's been a long week and a half. We're on like a weird new recording schedule for both shows. So it's like always like, when are recording, with who, at what time? Mm hmm. Oh, but how are you liking the daytime pods? Uh, they're kind of nice. Um, it's definitely um, weird seeing light, having <laughs> people be awake. Yeah, I got my window open, getting some vitamin D while I pod. So definitely going to take a while to get adjusted to, but it's fine for now. Um, I really haven't done much in this past like week besides like work and be on weird schedules. Um, have you getting into like anything new um did you watch any wrestling or no yeah uh, i reached out to you uh was that last week or two weeks ago about trying to get back into it um i went to a uh taco and margarita festival out where i stay at and they had live wrestling and it was so much fun i forgot how much fun wrestling was and then i'm like yo i need to get back into it and the whole stone cold promo got me kind of hyped for wrestlemania and then uh i ended up watching uh monday night raw and it was so bad i can't even <laughs> lie bro like i yeah no. i'm like yeah man i forgot what this was like intros came up and it is just dry and i'm just like i never knew that ray Mysterio had a was in a tag team with his son his son's like <laughs> a foot taller than him too yeah and i'm like why does he have a mask so, yeah but i guess whenever ray retires he'll pass the mask on and some kind of storyline or something like that that'd probably be the whole thing but yeah it was just kind of weird and then uh, I, I asked you what do you watch and you said AEW and uh, I looked at their roster and it looks a lot more appealing than what Raw's offering right now but I'm a, just an OG fan whenever the Legends make a return I'm always interested but yeah no it's hard because like uh, there's a lot of really talented people on shows like Raw and Smackdown but they just don't get a lot to work with so they're just like being really great at what they do but not allowed to to do it well and just like ah i feel so bad for you uh, but there's like a lot of places that like like do lots of cool stuff um did the um taco and wrestling show you saw uh was there a wrestler called thunder rosa on that Nah, this was just like you know like oh, wow. a beginner maybe like they tour for carnivals and stuff like that type wrestling so no big names but that's cool though that's it was still fun though i had no expectations and it was, it was just a good time i was also drunk so maybe that helped <laughs> It's really great to see like live wrestling. That's always like, whoa, this is like really a lot more impressive. Even you're like, oh, 
they just jumped on that rope and like spun their whole body around. That's yeah. wild. And like one guy, you know, he was in the background, like, you no, know, this is fake, right? But because I was just getting into it. And I'm like, yeah, I know it's fake. It's still fun, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's like going to a play and be like, you know, they're not really trying to kill Hamlet, right? <laughs> it's like, I mean, yeah. it's theater, you know? Like, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, that's for true. Like, oh, like, just, there's a lot of great wrestling out there. Uh, and live wrestling, incredible. I want to go and see like a lot of like amateur wrestling though too. That would be great. Yeah, and uh, I'm pretty close to Orlando, and I know they do that. Uh, is it NXT? Mm-hmm. I know they do that a lot. I'm not sure if you're into that, but I watched the movie a few years ago. I think it was like Fighting with the Family. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like a, a based on a true story about one of the wrestlers in the WWE. Follow her, follow her upbringing, and. Uh, I wanted to get into it after I saw that movie, but just haven't had time to actually go to a, an event yet. So uh, here's what I will say about that. Um, that's also WWE. It's a weird show. I haven't watched it much, but I'm sure it must be a trip to go to live because like what they do is like it's their like developmental show. So it's all like a bunch of like ex athletes learning how to wrestle and doing weird gimmicks like mafia and like, oh, yeah, I'm like my dad's a billionaire and I play tennis and it's like all this weird people trying stuff out in front of like 200 people. That's probably like a real trip. Yeah. That's going to be fun. I've, I've, that's why I feel like I'd be kind of into that. Just like watching somebody, you know, try to break into the big leagues and then follow their career and find favorites that way. Since I'm so behind on all the people that are stars now, I kind of want to like just find a guy or a girl to follow throughout their career. But there's a ton of young people, um, you might like New Japan Pro Wrestling because that's like uh, the like really strong style. That's like let's actually punch each other. Let's oh, sweat really hard. Let's like bleed. And it's like a like a very beloved like format. It's like the biggest Japanese company, and they're like pretty often like doing shows in like Florida and then like Texas and like California too. So okay, I'll keep an eye out for that one too. Yeah, uh, we uh, however had a, a a real all bangers chunk episodes right now though yeah man great run right now we looked at episodes uh 23 and 24 of children's society Jetman and carburetor build and um woo well we start with Jetman, which is always weird to me because i watched that second but um <laughs> <laughs> just Jetman does not have it like it has a chill button, but it doesn't like it's not doing the same stuff every time, but it's always doing something interesting or weird or like different. This starts like a two episode like arc where we see like a Terminator destroyed city in like episode like tw- 23, the uh, New Warriors debut. These weird futuristic like VR headset people like launch a mechanical bird into space. That was wild. I had to make sure I was on the right show. I'm like, wait a minute. This isn't Jet, man. <laughs> just no context yeah just came out of nowhere and like back in like the like main world it's like the team's all sad and they're like not training or like they're part training and stuff and like everybody was super like dramatic and stuff like, i was like damn like everyone's super in their feelings right now i guess like they are like keeping that continuity from last episode where they were all fighting but yeah all over Kyrie. yeah like <laughs> i get that like ryu feels bad and he's working out and then like but when we see Raita, just like, oh, like you wouldn't understand. What? Yeah, <laughs> right? that threw me what off too. Doing, I'm like, what did I miss? 
But then in my notes, I wrote, I guess that makes sense because they had an episode when they went on that trip and that picnic together. So I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe he caught films for her, like, you know, hanging out then. And then it kind of made sense that, sense that he jumped in the water to break up the fight. But I thought he was just trying to break up the fight versus like, I love her too type thing. But he also has a girlfriend though, or like a like yeah. childhood friend or whatever. So weird. <laughs> Who's alive. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't need to have Raita in the triangle offense. They could have just left him out. But like, once again, like um, the best has to be like, um, what do we see? Like guy though, he's drinking wild Turkey straight. <laughs> I was like, damn dude. Hanging the out 90s with were rough. Hanging out with two hot chicks. Just like, yo, you changed. Yeah, you're boring. Yeah, you're boring. I was like, oh, that's the last thing you want to hear. Hanging out with two chicks. <laughs> I was like half expecting like that bartender to like pass him like a milk and be like, huh, so you're in love now, huh? <laughs> you know, just talk to him. <laughs> and then um, what's Cowrie doing? She's playing sad violin <laughs> and just like, oh, I'm so sad about this. And it's great. It's all like, my fault. Yeah. And like Akko is just like, I don't care. I'm not a part of this. I'm I'm 16. This is weird. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. She's like, what's this love business? Like, why, why are you guys falling in love? <laughs> and um, the most extra person probably has to be like Rad, though, because Rad is just like he's saying stuff like, ah, uh, the greatest devil is born. Kneel for the holy day of the devil's birth. <laughs> yeah. He, he's like that preacher. You see like summoning a demon, like straight up. I don't like the old horror movie flicks. It has rise. It has risen. <coughs> like he's all about it. He's saying stuff like, like this is the day where everything I want happens. <laughs> uh, it's great. Um, and of course, like, what do you think of the, like the costume for semi Mario though? I thought it was cool. I thought it'd be a little bit more grotesque, mm-hmm. but I, I, honestly liked how it looked it looked just like a you know kind of like futuristic humanoid uh what would you say he was like a shellfish creature yeah like he was a kind of like a very um 90s anime like this weird kind of like rounded like almost like bio armor design that you might see in like a cure or like some random like dragon ball movies it was like a really cool look for like looking powerful and they made him look really powerful like they like showed him in the mostly like wreck city they like shot him from up so like he looked huge yeah they did a really good job this fight scene though because they go right to like giant size which i think we said would happen but uh, it's it's great he just wrecks them <laughs> yeah um what do you think about his powers then he had like a laser beam he had like telekinesis type shit going on I like how they spent like six or seven episodes like hyping him up and then he shows up. He just like he has cool powers and stuff. It's more just that he's just unstoppable. Like he like breaks their sword when they try and use oh, it. Oh, like, that was crazy. Work. Yeah. And, and he cuts off both of their arms and I was like, this is great. I love I, this. I loved it. I wanted like a four episode run with just Semimaru. I've been waiting for this moment for so long. and <laughs> It was fun. And like something I like love from back in the day was when they like would like damage their like robot costumes or like destroy them and stuff. Like I was like, oh, this is great. Like the arms are coming off. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's like just simple effects like that make it more like interesting and like more fun to look at. Like they're actually getting damaged versus just sparks yeah. flying, you know? And they have no arms. They're tossed back. They all 
drop back to being human and then he has like the tip of the sword that he like snapped off he's gonna stab right right into the cockpit when we see uh them get rescued by bird garuda later jet garuda uh <laughs> and what a cool mech this is a cool look yeah man it kind of reminded me of whenever uh back in the og power rangers when they had the two the two zords mm-hmm. took me back to my childhood seeing just two mechs standing beside each other like that it's got like a great design. It has like the bird head in both forms. It has like talons and stuff, and it's like not all the way human. Yeah, and it was like super. It seemed like it's pretty like a super agile, right? Like it was jumping in the air, doing like yeah. drop kicks and stuff. So it was cool. And they fight and they have like their own like cool like theme song. It's like super jazzy, and they like freeze Semimaro and like help them back to base. They're like, oh, it'll take weeks. <laughs> fix things but this ice will never melt and then like it melts like two seconds later of course but yeah then what was the effect for that it was like his hand went through like plastic or something <laughs> yeah like a weird like cellophane wrap <laughs> yeah that was funny and this group is just like hey what's up our dimension got destroyed by Virum, and now we're here and also like the kid brother's gonna like really perv on Akko oh my god like when he lift up her skirt I was like what the fuck just happened and then he's like, that's how we would say hello in my dimension. And then like the like um her name is like Kana, like is like asked by the coward. She's like, no, of course not. Like he's just being an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Freaking Dan. And like they're like a good case of their design is like it's technically like retro futuristic for like the eighties. Cause they like have like these like like uh late not latex, but like um polyester like jumpsuits they have like these like weird bits of technology they have like rounded vr headsets and like little microphones like going down yeah it looks like a different version of like the dbz scouters Mm, (laughs) yeah and like the little tech uh shoulder piece was pretty cool too and i liked like how like um when they brought in the like empress like it's like oh like just random intense super brief two episode like world building with like major characters that are like in and out you know yeah but they fight again and they use all their power to make him leave. But then they're like, oh, no, we can't win. Like, that was like everything we had, which is cool. It was like, oh, this monster's still like a big threat. And it's like a big deal still. Like, like we like waited. Yeah. Eight episodes for this. I was hoping that uh, they wouldn't just show up and just wreck Semimaru just because they're from like a different dimension. So it was cool to see them being challenged as well. This felt like big stakes the whole time. Yeah. Uh, and that leads to uh, episode 24, Launch Super Robot. And also, all four of these like uh, episode titles, like uh, the New Warriors debut, Launch Super Robot, The Phantom of the West, A Man Called Rogue, all great episode titles. <laughs> uh-huh. Top tier. But um, like a lot of the... Like, this episode is like they're working in like the bay for the robots like repairing them they're being like held up by scaffolding and their arms uh, are being like I love back this on. scene so much man uh. anything that like takes you into the like technical weird like mechanical part of it or the scale where they're like all like having scenes like right by like one of the like toes or something and it's like gigantic I love that yeah just going behind the scenes and seeing they, they these guys are actually mechanics as well as pilots you know it was pretty fun Mm. Um, Rad's super excited and 
he loves Sebi Barber says, ah, oh, like rest up my precious child. <laughs> Heal your wounds. <laughs> you almost feel bad for him. <laughs> Dan fakes an injury to get alone with Akko and get her on a date. Genius plan. It worked. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> and they have like some meat and then like they go to like a flower field and in the flower field, like he wraps a daisy around her finger and says, this is how we profess like true love. I was like, this is a cool image. It's like a cool moment. Yeah, but after the whole like lifting up Waco's skirt thing and saying this is, he could just be making shit up at this point. Like, just like, imagine meeting a chick and you're saying you're from the future and she believes you. You could literally just <laughs> do whatever and she's at the tip of your fingers. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, in my time, it's like really customary that you just like go like just throw your shit at like a tree if you love someone let's go <laughs> let's go okay yeah why not Ooh. uh but yeah um then we see that like uh the uh healed Sibimaru comes back and they like fight it but like uh the jack garuda crew is like a minute behind and they try and launch but then like they get attacked by rad who just becomes a big face in the sky and throws a sword into their cockpit <laughs> yo this scene was peak bro like i did i'm like i was at the edge of my seat i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i'm like wait what yeah he could do that <laughs> he he really was like bottom of the list but he's really been drafted up lately yeah then he hops in the freaking jet like what kind of throwback to when uh tommy jumped in the zores and beat all the rangers ass more villas should do that just like, yeah like get right in there just go for it and because i was always under the impression that only the pilots could pilot the the robot zord or whatever you want to call it and then like when you see yeah. somebody else take over you're like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> and like the main team is like getting their ass kicked but like they're doing that thing where they're like oh like like let's like fight defensively till our backup gets here and their backup gets here and it starts beating them up too and they're just getting wrecked oh my god he's like yeah rats is going crazy and he's loving it like he is so excited like in this <laughs> whole cockpit too big spot for rat yeah and uh then dad transforms into something oh you skipped it the, the death scene oh yeah yeah <laughs> They actually died. That's crazy, bro. I was like, what? I thought they're going to be part of the show for a little bit longer, but Drad just killed two pilots. <laughs> yeah, he just like, just leaves Dan. And like, you think, oh, and now Dan will become a jet man. Then like, he transforms in like bird night form, but nope, he does not last long. Yeah, and it kind of makes sense. Like, it was like a line uh, during this episode when I think Dan mentioned that they're not as strong as humans. On this yeah, like dimension, half their life force or something. Because I'm like, how the hell you let Viram take over your planet? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, okay. So he said they're weaker than a human, so that explains it. You know? Yeah, but also, if you can make like a mech like that really quick, you could probably fight back a little bit more. Like if you can transform into like weird bird people, you could fight back. Yeah, that's true. What'd you think about Dan's transformation? He looked pretty cool, right? It looked sufficiently weird and not like a ranger kind of thing like had like a mouth he had like weird hair yeah. he had like these like breath powers it was cool i think i was about it because he actually looked like a bird you know what i mean yeah. like like a human slash bird splice or something like that like i was like oh that's pretty that's different than actually you know 
looking like you're using technology. And he also gets wounded fatally, but oh. like he's able to like get back there like mech. <laughs> Rad just smacking everybody this episode. But then we see uh, the uh, first super combination. Uh, it is Great Icarus. And I loved this combination scene. Like it was like they like touched knuckles and like it was all like piece by piece. It was great. Yeah. Do you think we see Great Icarus again? Yeah, probably. Like it's probably like their like last resort thing. But yeah, um how do you like the uh design of it and the fight? I loved everything, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Besides seeing Simi Maru get defeated. That was sad. Didn't want my guy to get defeated so fast, but he's gone. I do like how like the whole conceit of this whole arc was just how do we like pay off how strong we said this character would be? Let's like make the Terminator happen really briefly and like bring this <laughs> giant like burden and we'll make it work. But um, everybody laughs at Rad after they like kill Sebi Baru and like it's a great fight scene and like it's like the whole like mountains being destroyed and everything. But all the other generals laugh as he's like on the ground like, oh, no, Sebi Baru, my son. <laughs> yeah, I think they're just I guess they're in a competition to see who could defeat the Jetman first so yeah and um also see um the scene where Dan dies and he gets his like ring flower and he's like ah isn't that nice (laughs) my favorite shot though has to be the like two robots against the like sunset standing that's like some peak 90s oh yeah, yeah great 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 shot Man, we don't know what Jetman's doing at this point because it is like not even halfway through. It's like halfway through now, and it's just like, what are they doing? <laughs> like, what's yeah, the end game? I feel what's like next? I feel like the episodes are more, uh, like you said, it's more continuity now, though. So I appreciate that versus you know just monster to week episodes, which I do appreciate. But more continuity is always fun because like chances are like they're not going to be like introducing a ton more people, so it's like mostly going to be this cast or like these powers. So I'm wondering like, oh, this is going to like get really tense and like more dramatic and like do more relationship stuff like that's cool that's and, different. uh with these old sentai shows do they go like go through like upgrades like the newer versions do or they kind of stay the same throughout the season not really no okay. i don't know if they get any more robots if they get any power-ups if they get like, any new members i'm pretty sure they don't get new members <laughs> okay because I assume that Great Icarus is probably the biggest upgrade we'll see during this season. Maybe a new weapon, like a a weapon they all use together or something like that. But yeah, I wasn't expecting any anything different. Which is cool because like they're not just going up. Like we had the Empress, we had like Sebimaru, and it's like oh, like that's like whatever they fight next might not be as strong, or like th- th- their final villain might. But it's like oh, it's like not just gonna up and up and up and up and up. Yeah, which is cool. That seems like more of a karma writer thing to do. Those shows used to be less. Let's power scale, power scale, power scale. But like, it's like in like the like nineties, they weren't. And like, I do prefer the older style a little bit. But uh, build is the opposite kind of show. But I think it does a very good job though. This um, like, let's start on um, like episode like twenty three, the Phantom of the West. Um, and yeah, um, it starts like with like. Seto apologizing to the boys about trauma and war and stuff. And they're all sad about things. But then it's like broken up by like 
Kazumi realizing that M- Mizora is definitely Mitan. And it's like, ah, oh, that's awesome. Can I buy a handshake and a photo? Some <laughs> bath water. Yeah, what what does Sawa try to charge him? Like, I forget. It was a lot though. Then he was like, How about I double that and get a picture too? <laughs> Smart businessman. Um she says fifty thousand dollars, which it must just be like the currency of the fake the countries now. Yeah, I was gonna look it up. I'm like, it sounds like it's like just a made up currency. Yeah, and um their piece is short lived though, because they find out about the like takeover from the PM in stock, and he's like, I'm gonna kill your families. <laughs> he's like, Oh no, we should go. We love our families, like we need to go. Yeah, th- like watching Bill now and having a war going is just definitely hitting different. <laughs> I think the show like has a direction and a tone now. Like it definitely shifted right as a war started that is very similar in certain ways. So yeah. Yeah. And I, I I didn't expect the war to help the show out this much, but it feels like way more balanced than what it was before. It probably helps that like this set of villains feels less like they're immediately meant to be sympathetic and like not a threat like the last set did too. Yeah. But, um, we see that like Kiba flew to their farm to save their family, and there's two new brothers, funky guys. They're like called like the like engine bros and the remote control bros. And there was a scene where they were explaining them. So I'm guessing the crossover movie that happened between this show and EX8 like is canon, and it mm. happened around like episode eight or nine or ten. And it's like canon enough that they have these powers based off of it <laughs> okay it's, yeah that's the best i could do he's like like i haven't seen that movie but they referenced a major character so that's the only other time it could have come from you know yeah when they went to go henshin i was expecting them to turn into like the smashes like a hazard smash or something but they went straight into like rider form so that was unexpected and they seem like immediately like more competent because they're like doing like tag team moves and stuff and like Later on, like we see them fighting like the uh, more powered up forms. They're like not losing like the like uh, like three dudes were uh, like under uh, Greece. So. Yeah, Saito's loaded. And I'm glad because like we super didn't get much threat from the like old crew. <laughs> yeah, Hakoto kind of shit the bed. Greece was the best thing that came out of Hakoto. This seemed like it was all contrived to get us to having him on the crew, though. <laughs> yeah which is fine I like Grease and something else I liked was that um, the main gang can't go for geopolitical reasons so they have to like stay behind as they go and try and save their friend yo that was some straight up like NATO verbiage <laughs> like we can't cross the border to help but if you bring them over here we can't so I was like okay this is like well thought out writing as far as like war tacticals yeah, that's like a fun way to like have tension build too and like know like, oh hey, like not every fight's gonna be involving like every person and their splits and stuff. Um and yeah, but Greece will not join them and they fight instead and they have like their like whole like tag team moves and stuff. But um something I noticed here was that like uh this show and Comrade in general, like I've um watched some Marvel movies lately and it's like, oh, um, they actually have shots last for a couple of seconds so you can see like hits connect and like people doing movements and it goes a long way. Yeah. Like 
the the fighting scenes have been great throughout this uh this uh season so far and if you're going off fights alone i can see why build is heavily regarded as one of the best crime writer shows and they have good locations too there's lots of like um shots against like sunset and that kind of thing too where it's like oh this is like, this is like a great little moment little set piece yeah i think my favorite set piece um we'll probably get to it in the next few <laughs> lines but the, the waterfall scene mm. the, the construction site in the background i love that when they're uh transitioning to that scene there's this like moment like where they're like against the sun and you can see the sky wall in the mountains and that looks great too mm-hmm. and like i um do love how how much effort they're putting like uh was it the marvel netflix shows this, like daredevil and stuff like where it's like hey how could we don't see like avengers tower back here that kind of stuff it was <laughs> oh, like yeah yeah like it's the same universe or not yeah <laughs> i still haven't seen spider-man but wow i'm assuming there's something there like based off what i've heard on twitter and stuff so uh yeah at the end he kind of swings over something that's also connected to the the hawkeye uh okay season season finale so that's kind of how they're tying that in that's cool though but i wonder if they do more seasons of stuff like daredevil though that would be fun yeah supposedly they're bringing uh they're bringing it back i'm not sure if it's a reboot or they're going to continue where it left off but um do you have disney plus yeah Okay, I'm not sure if you logged in within the last week since the Marvel show or the Netflix Marvel shows are back on Disney, but they make you re-sign in and adjust your maturity rating. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's how they're kind of censoring the kids from watching, you know, like the more gory or adult content. Uh, But they're bringing back uh, Daredevil because something happened in the Spider-Man movie that they, I guess he's part of the MCU now. They would be so out of their minds if they didn't just bring back everybody they cast in those shows, though. Like, because the casting was immaculate, like, especially in Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil was really good. And uh, even the other characters, like uh, Luke Cage is Luke, great. Like, Luke Jessica Cage, Jones. Jessica Jones. I'm not really a fan of Iron Fist. That's one season I skipped out on. And I never got around to watching Punisher, but I love the actor, though. I got the sense of Iron Fist that they could do like a Green Lantern thing and be like, oh, this is like another dude who was Iron Fist in the 80s and he's here now instead and nobody would care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cer- certain certain uh, castings are open for, you know, a reevaluation. I wonder if like that means that like they'll get stuff like Alien on like Disney and stuff and like more like mature stuff now that they've decided they can allow people to see blood or gore or swears. Yeah, they may see how this goes and then if they don't get a lot of complaints from uh, parents, then I think they're gonna push it to the limit. They can like um like do the kind of stuff that like Marvel did in the nineties, like where they had like a special imprint that was like here's Marvel Knights or whatever, and it's like it's a Punisher, but also there's boobs in it, ha ha ha, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, as long as they like kind of ignore the like helicopter parents, because I saw like this post about uh turning red, which is amazing. Uh, Pixar's most recent film on Disney Plus. Uh, there's a scene there, like it's like a 13 year old girl. She's like saying, like I don't need nobody. I'm my own. I'm an adult or something like that. And the person was complaining about this is not teaching kids how to <laughs> how to listen to their parents. And then I'm just like, really? <laughs> yeah, like the helicopter parents are ruining it for everybody. 
I've seen nothing that really makes me want to watch that movie, but like all That's the reasons really people say they don't like it, I'm just like, the thing you don't like is dumb. <laughs> this is just a, this is just a movie. There's conflict. Parents and kids have different ideas. That's like half of fiction. Yeah, I loved it, man. If you're thinking about watching it, no, try it out. Yeah, but um, yeah, um, it's turned into a Disney Plus pot for a second. <laughs> yeah, for a second, but I don't know. Um, I where were we? Oh yeah, the like um whole scene of the waterfall, and it's like oh, they get shot down, and they're like now waiting, like oh, could we escape? What's going on? We're in danger. And it's beautiful. Ah. Uh, yeah, and Kiba sacrifices himself. Yeah. I wasn't expecting this many uh, deaths within uh, Kazumi's uh, crew. When they gave them all really marketable color-coded dog collars, I was <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure these were like 60 bucks on like premium Bandai back in the day. <laughs> Just, uh, I uh, never really checked like the previous stuff. I bet there was some crazy branded rings and stuff is like oh it's like here's the belt that like storius wore for two hundred dollars on there <laughs> i'm sure it was up there like that <laughs> but no um they make it to toto though and they get helped by seto and like banjo who i like the, the detail that he like goes right to hazard for was like i can do it and then he's like i can't do this <laughs> Yeah, and I do like the whole uh, conscious effort from who's ever teaming up with uh, Sento now to like kind of like hit his trigger before he goes berserk. I do like that. And like it's a more conscious way to like have him using more forms or power-ups. It's like, okay, having there be some learning curve to it makes it feel better at this point. Yeah, and also like if you're just going to go hazard mode every episode, what was the point in doing the, was it sparkling? Yeah. Yeah, sparkling form and then the base forms. Like, I guess that's a good way to bring the old ones back too. And like, they're trying like really hard. Like, they do like a double rider kick in their like upgraded forms, like sparkling and like cross the charge. Um, but they still like don't beat the brothers. And then that's when the like new rider shows up. And he has a cool transformation though. Great debut. This is probably my favorite rider debut in build so far like yeah just straight up walking destroying everything in sight and the fact that like um he's not like at all diminished like like just like he's clearly like a step above them right now which is like great because we're midway through this show we want him to be relevant for a while and like his rider kick with like the crocodile like yeah that was great (laughs) uh but then he um says his name I'm coming right a rogue and they're like what and he's like yeah I'm that dude that you didn't care about from six episodes ago we're cool now <laughs> how do you feel about the reveal I think it makes sense um and like what they do in 24 is a lot to rehab his character from like they definitely realized he was the nonest of non-factors <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we hated this guy but I feel like this is a cool redemption story though for him yeah because like um in like a a man called rogue like we see his backstory it's like oh like he like threw it all the way he begged he went to like prison he got tortured he like um cast aside like all of his pride and ego for like what they thought was revenge but it's actually for like knowing what it means to carry the burden of a nation 
and it's like oh he has things he believes in they like intersect with like what the other characters like do and like he has like this clear like foil to like sento like he felt like he was like super in like his like a uh, vegeta mode now where he was like oh i'm <laughs> irrelevant in like every sense of the word character now that's funny i was trying to figure out who <laughs> who i wanted to compare him to but that's exactly what i was thinking was like a vegeta-esque performance and like having a character who like talks about things honest like the previous three writers are all like oh we don't want to murder and he's like a nation's important and and like i don't care i'm gonna murder everybody it's like okay yeah <laughs> what's his what's his main goal overall just to is it to unite all three nations together or is it just to yeah okay which that makes perfect sense uh that matches what he's done so far like what he's doing now um and just the scale is important um we see more Nan, but these episodes and more like Kutsemi. I kind of wish they were more prominent th- than Stock, because like, I feel like he's like so front and center as like the like secret person pulling the strings that it's like too obvious. And I wish there was like a little block there because we're only halfway through the show, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, then Stock like tries to like um, get the bottles from Sento, and then like Sento has to use Hazard to fight him, but also he's very clearly like doing that thing where like he's getting his ass kicked, but he's fine. And it's like, Oh, like way to show that you're like a, like more powerful, more important character here than like just being fine after getting like, um, like attacked by hazard former bunch, you know? Yeah. And I'm not sure how many times you're going to be exchanging <laughs> these bottles back and forth, but I kind of just want him to stay in one place for a while. You know what I mean? Like it's too, just yeah. too much back and forth for me. Like it's taking away the uh, the stakes of losing the bottles because you yeah. just feel like they're going to get it back the next episode. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't they're like, oh my god, stock has them. Like <laughs> just like okay, they're probably going to back in three episodes. And like he's talking about like using all the bottles to open the Pandora's box and like stuff, and it's like okay. This is cool. I wish we knew what this meant and we knew who had what bottles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, he also then sets them up to fight later, like when they're like attacking the like the government building. Because I guess like the prime minister of like Sato just has it all rigged to like hear what they're saying. The prime minister officers. Oh, yeah. Has a whole bug in the office. What? That's a major <laughs> problem. Yeah. The character who is most improved in the show has to be Mizora though, because she actually goes to cheer up like Sento, like in the middle of this episode, like after they um have their friends like join them and like move in. And their relationship now where they're actually talking about stuff and like they feel like siblings, but also people that like barely know each other, but like both have had like this weird like amnesia. It's like very strong relationship yeah i think over the the last two episodes the main crew kind of took a back seat to kazumi gentoku Mm -hmm. and saito but it also gave the core characters a chance to like you know breathe and then when we came back to them it feels like we were missing out on you know things happening behind the scenes and that scene when yeah uh when uh mazora comes out and talks to uh, Sento kind of felt like episode one ish, you know, and like less natural for Sawa with a, like her whole 
I didn't have a personality. Now I like money. But like for Masora, it's like felt pretty natural. Yeah. Versus her just being like the lazy kid walk around in the lab and not knowing what she's doing with these bottles. She, she feels like she has develop, developed a lot. I like where they're going with her at the end too. But like um, first uh, we see that like um, Kentoku confronts his dad and like they talk about how he was at the ceremony 10 years ago, like made everybody super aggro and like it stopped him being nice. And that's a cool detail too. Mm-hmm. Um, but they fight for the box. Um, and then also we see that uh, they all go to the sky wall for their fight. And like rogue is like, ha ha ha. Isn't this fitting Katsurugi? And then like banjo got left behind, like has to run after them. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that I think is like where we learn, like I became a writer to fix the country, not, re- not revenge. And he also beats hazard and says like, none of your ideals compare to shoulder and nations. Like, okay, he's a villain. He's prominent. He's important. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, then Mizora shows up with her green eyes oh is she a Martian now I'm thinking Martian what you thinking yeah definitely um, red planet green eyes maybe she's like the something the princess of Martian of Mars <laughs> yeah watch she comes back for the next episode and she's speaking in like a different language <laughs> <laughs> like she's kind of like in a trance or something I wouldn't mind it if like Mizora was the main villain in the end, like whatever's possessing her was like this like really strong monster or something. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'm still I'm just still confused about the whole stock hazard level thing. Like that that was mentioned again in episode twenty four. So I'm interested in seeing where that's going. But yeah, the Mizora spin was was fun and uh should be interesting to seeing how she handles this situation uh at the wall. I'm like does she like does something and puts a hole in the wall or something? Maybe I don't. I really do think they've had a little too many hints for like what Stock's doing, where he's like getting beaten up every couple episodes. Be like, oh, this is great! Like you're getting stronger. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> uh, but the box is getting together. I guess somebody has most of the bottles, and also like, how many times has somebody stopped to fight? Like, okay, that's enough. But they like still had bottles to get. Yeah. The Pandora's box is in play now. And Gitoku has it. Not as peak as the last two, but this is this is fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like I hope um we get more story as far as like the Mars stuff now that we have like a possession. And I was kind of giving up on the hopes of going back to Mars just because I'm like, where what set pieces would they use? Is that a reason why they're not doing it? But I don't know. Maybe they'll come up with something. Yeah. I hope that like Pandora's box has some kind of like thing to it. Like maybe there's like a voice coming from it or it has a personality. That would be fun mm-hmm. because it's done nothing so far, but just like be grabbed back and forth. Yeah. That and the bottles and, <laughs> but no, uh, very strong for both shows now. And I am more excited for Jetman. I think just because, I have no clue what they do next because it's not like it's clear, <laughs> but <laughs> no telling what happens next episode. It's like, oh, like here's the golf monster. And now we're going to like meet like what happened to Guy's father like five years ago or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? The most continuity we, we've gotten on the Jetman is just the love, the lo- love triangle stuff. <laughs> That's about it. 
I really think we're just gonna get a lot more just heated in the bar like guy scenes. That's perfectly great. Yeah. Do you think we get like a like moment where like both guy and gray are like in the bar and they're like <laughs> like right getting ready to fight and they're like drinking like oh yeah let's get to it oh man please that'd be awesome i thought you were gonna ask me do you think you're gonna be like a whiskey dimension Ooh. <laughs> like one of the bottles just turns into a a dimension or the pool table that's also in play Anything's i could possible. see that yeah <laughs> i still want to know why the birds yeah because you know? <laughs> we don't really know why it's bird themed yet and that kind of came this time where there was like a bird dimension friend hero who died. Yeah, I was assuming like birds fly, like pilots type thing theme going on. Also prehistoric, but I don't know. Maybe they just wanted to do birds. So they said it's birds. It looks cool. It looks <laughs> and great. Jetman sounds cool. So that is true. <laughs> <sighs> that brings us a very important part of the show, though. And that is who are your top three characters this time? This was tough, man. This was right. honestly tough. Um, am I allowed to pick like groups as a whole pick? Or I have to pick like one mm. character? You could pick a group if they didn't get much characterization in, like besides like a character or two. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I was going to go Gintoku number three, but I'll go with the the engine and remote bros. Okay. They were a fun addition to the to the show. Uh, two will go to on on the on the fandom. They call them the Reversians. Do they even have a name? Uh, they were <laughs> named Ray, Kenna, and Dan. Okay, so their group name is apparently the fandom Reversians from the okay. Reverse Dimension. So those guys, <laughs> and then uh, Simimaru number one. I'm gonna say Dan. <laughs> The Reversian, <laughs> who's like really hitting on like Ago. Yeah. I'm gonna say, um, this is hard. Um, I kind of cheated. Yeah, no, but <laughs> I like the PM because he was just like being a good old actor and reacting to things and be like, ha, huh, oh no, my son. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm gonna say, um, that I liked Gentoku, he was very strong. Um, he just felt like he was very ready for the big time of this show, at least like for the next like arc. And all for that. Yep. Wow, look at that. He made the list. Never yeah. would have thought that. Ever. Maybe someday he'll make another spot in this list, but uh what was your favorite effect that we saw? Uh best effect would have to be Semimaru destroying the city. Mm. I'm gonna say I liked when Semimaru destroyed Jet Icarus and like took its arms off and it was like all <laughs> bleeding and everything. Why is your wear? Ooh, and that is uh, what was the best fits we saw this time? Uh, uh <laughs> once again, the reversians. I love the futuristic teched out look. If you showed up just like a full blue outfit, weird plastic shoulder pads, like round of VR goggles, oh wow, that would just just like straight up like um what they call that like the um like great blizzard was there like <laughs> yeah. move just dripped out like that like great blizzard drip just uh shutting everything ice. down <laughs> yeah no that's really hard to top uh they looked 
like what people thought the future would be in the 80s and 90s and i like that better than just the let's make everything silver and like form-fitting in jumpsuits they're great i also like the the bros fits too they kind of look like bane from uh dark knight rises like with the scarf around her neck and like the kind of like terrorist uh bulletproof vest with the jacket they had a cool aesthetic too I like that they like didn't feel the need to make the bros big characters. There's like these are dudes. They have some characteristics, but like they didn't feel like they were trying to jump off the page, which a lot of these characters do where they're like, here's my yellow beady. And oh, yeah. like, here's my dragon jacket. They're just, yeah, we're here to like mesh it up. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, so let us ponder what lessons we learn. But first, let's plug ourselves. Where will find you sent by when you're uh, not talking about Tokyo's out there? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Copacetic Senpai. Where can they find you, Kip? You can find me on Twitter.com at James Forge. You can find the podcast at Commentary Me on Twitter and Instagram. There's Commentary.com for episodes and articles. There's Commentary.com slash episodes for links out to different platforms for the episodes. There's Commentary.com slash merch uh, for our merch with proceeds going. If you are listening to this episode around when it comes out, the Ukrainian Red Cross. And if you are not, uh, it may have reverted to the Trevor Project or another wonderful charity. And yeah, please send in questions to podcast at com. Uh, please vote in the poll. Uh, it might still be open from last week um, between um, egg, bimbo, and continuity error, I believe is the poll we have up uh, for the Sailor Moon podcast. Uh, we are not sure which one makes more sense but there's no context more to give because we have a lesson what did we learn today what did we learn today uh i would say be more like dan if you find a chick that you really like to sell you from the future lift up her skirt and say hello okay <laughs> i'm gonna give the opposite advice <laughs> it is good it worked though it worked <laughs> it is good to be like akko and stay out of that messy stuff. Stay out of that <laughs> love triangles. Just stay out of it. Enjoy life. Maybe the most complicated person is just drama. 